the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This it's time to talk MTCS Sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner. This morning, we're going to talk some baseball. It's that time of the year. Jamie Carver, the head baseball coach, joins us. Coach, good morning to you. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, it's, it is. It's springtime. We're ready to go. Yeah, finally, we got some uh, sunshine this week and was able to get out back on the field, which was nice. You know, a week ago, lost several days to the rain. So getting some nice weather made it uh, certainly seem like the uh, spring season is on us. I saw that uh, you've been doing a little maintenance work and getting ready for the season out there on the field, too. It seems like it never ends, right? I mean, it's a nonstop job trying to keep up with uh, all of the maintenance that goes on there. And I'm sure I'm sure old Brennan gives me a hard time. He probably thinks we don't do it enough. But, uh, you know, we try to get it back into shape before we open things up here in a couple weeks. Well, I'm sure you've got a rake just for him, right? Got his name on it. That's right. White tape labeled. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing a trend, and um, this is kind of totally off topic, but maybe not, uh, seeing a trend of these uh, synthetic fields and that kind of thing. I guess it does make it easier in, in one aspect. Um, wh- what are your thoughts on that? Well, there's certainly some benefit there, as you just said. I mean, we talked about the weather. It's having the ability to, to hop on the field as long as it's not just in a torrential downpour at the moment of you trying to practice. I mean, I think those things can take just inches and inches of rain uh, and still be playable. So there's certainly some, some pros to it in, in getting your practice dates. Uh, you know, obviously I, I think the obvious con is they're not cheap. Uh, but that's uh, if, if those have in the county who have been fortunate enough to get that pulled off. I mean, that's fantastic for them. And who knows what the future may hold. Uh, but, you know, we're not at that stage right now. But, uh, I mean, there's obviously a, a benefit to getting an extra practice date or two out of those fields. And I know that's the direction it seems a lot of schools are going. Uh, like I said, who knows where the future may take us. But not a conversation where we're at right now. Well, I mean, you have to also take into account there's there's more than just you know a baseball game or two a week played on that field, especially when you talk about all the baseball that goes on at MTCS at all levels. That's right. Well, I mean, we share a field with our middle school, so you know the thing gets you know Joe Barron Field gets a lot of foot traffic. You know, just the base pass itself, and keeping up with the maintenance of you know trying to poke holes and avoid too much compaction uh, in the base pass so that your grass can survive a little bit. And, uh, keeping up with all the dead areas. I mean, it's certainly some work that goes into it. But, yeah, we, we share a facility with our middle school. So it gets a lot of traffic. But through the years, we've, we've always managed to uh, keep up with the pace. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue trying to do so this year as well. And between that, I mean, you've, you've got JV. I mean, there's just there's a lot of, there are a lot of kids who see the field. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're between middle school uh, having a JV and a varsity and then high school having a JV and a varsity. I mean, it's off the top of my head, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. You're you're potentially seeing like eight baseball games a week, and then on your non-game days, there's practice being had on it. So it sees a lot of traffic. Yeah, most certainly. And uh, you, you know, you you 
really have to protect it. I mean, as as the baseball coach, you're kind of looking ahead and, and, you know, one bad day or one mess up with a rainy day, and, and then you're dealing with that the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, one of those things where I kind of joke with my wife and say the uh, baseball coaching world, I think, could probably be part-time meteorologists for those eight to 12 weeks of the season. It seems like we always – I think it's competition to see how many uh, weather apps you can put into a cell phone. But, yeah, trying to stay out in front of the rain, tarping, knowing when you want to avoid some rain and and when the dirt could use some water. Uh, When is it going to be too sunny for the tarp to be on? I mean, there's a part-time job in there somewhere that has nothing to do with actually throwing the baseball, just making some decisions. You all have have made some improvements. Uh, I know, what, what, last year it was new outfield fencing? Well, this will be the first season played on it. You know, we've we've been very fortunate through the last few years. We've had some successful fundraisers, and you know, we're uh, pulled the trigger this past fall on on buying the materials needed to do a new metal fence. So we took the old chain link out from foul pole to foul pole, and and put in uh, some square tube aluminum posts into the ground, and then did the cheap tin, uh, a new metal fence, and that was actually done in house. I got to give a, a shout out to Matt Russell that works here at school saved us i mean i don't even know how much money on the labor side of things but uh i mean you're probably talking 10 grand Uh, we were able to do the labor side of that in-house i I will say i helped here and there but i am in i mean it's five to ten percent of the labor and 90 percent of the work was done by uh, matt russell and uh, mr billy francis and eddie rogers and joe garen those guys have been phenomenal for us and I think in any school community, you've got those guys who are willing to bend over backwards to help you at the drop of a hat. And, you know, we've been very blessed through the years to have people who will do that for us and uh, hopefully give them a shout out here and just let them know how much we appreciate them. Now, did Billy actually have post hole diggers and, and did work or did he supervise? Uh, Billy uh, <laughs> both supplied the post hole diggers and then I think made fun of me for how, uh, how bad I was at using them. But uh, he's, he's a good one. And uh, yeah, he's, he's still. Uh, he probably worked circles around me. I know Billy's got a few years on me, just a few years head start, but I'm telling you, he still is a worker. And uh, I'm, Matt Russell is, is, is I can't say enough good things about him in the few minutes we've got here. I mean, he was, uh, it, it took us a few months to get the job done, but it looked fantastic. And you wouldn't know it wasn't done uh, by a professional company. It, it looks fantastic. And again, I'm so thankful for those guys. Well, that that's awesome. And, you know, one thing that, Maybe uh, it's not lost on you, I know, but the the relationships that you build with the the parents and and supporters and a project like this that wouldn't go off without that, uh, that's what creates baseball family, and I know that you appreciate that a whole lot. Yeah, it takes the whole community uh, buying into a a cause of trying to move this thing down the tracks, you know, just a little bit at a time, and, you know, you look at what, Mac has been able to do over at Oakland. I mean, his facilities are top-notch, and, and Barry has got a great thing going at Riverdale. And you, know, you look at those facilities, I mean, they're fantastic. They're about as good as anywhere you're going to find in the state. But they didn't happen quickly. I mean, those things didn't take place in a, in a year or two. I mean, it's taken years of little steps of improvements here and there. And, you know, if one vision gets completed, the next one just starts, and you keep trying to see what the next thing on the to-do list is and keep attacking it. But those families – you know, over years and years and years have played that little part in making that facility, uh, those specific facilities, what they are. And, and we're trying to do the same thing here. You know, we're trying to take little steps in the right direction of, of getting to a bigger picture of where we want to go 
but it's not a light switch. I mean, it's it's a journey that takes some time, it takes money, and it takes steps, and we're simply just trying to take those as we can. There are many folks who uh, from the 70s and 80s who can share stories about picking up rocks at Oakland and Riverdale. So uh, I know what you're talking about there and uh, just the, the the labor of love that goes into it. And uh, just to, to give kids the opportunity, it's it's pretty awesome. So uh, we'll get to see some new things out at Joe Barron Field. That's uh, that's going to be nice here this spring to take a look at. We've got Jamie Carver joining us this morning here on MTCS Cougar Corner talking some baseball and uh gosh we've you've had some opportunities to get out there and uh kind of tell me what you think you've got in terms of uh your team this year well and brian the biggest thing you're gonna see is is some youth um you know we were able to we had a very good season this past year in 2021 we went 26 and 7 um made another region tournament appearance and, and that was exciting you know i think most of our fan base would probably tell you we wish that journey could have lasted just a little bit longer uh, you know, things didn't uh, go according to maybe our plan, but you never know what God's plan is in all of that journey. Um, but we had a really good year. But with that, we also had a really big class of seniors. And we graduated 12 kids, um, sent six young men into playing collegiate baseball, which has been fun to keep up with their uh, paths this fall as we've gotten into this spring. It's been fun, um, you know, seeing their success at the next level. But as we gear up for the 2022 season, what that means for us is we're going to have some guys that are on the field that are new faces, you know, maybe to, if not the opponents, even in some capacities, maybe to our own fan base, just some guys who are getting their their early opportunities into to getting some high school baseball under their belt. So uh, we've got a roster of 24 this spring. 16 of those are underclassmen. So we're going to be young and there's some talent there and we're excited to watch that talent grow. But, you know, no different than any other coach you're going to talk to when you deal with youth or uh, you're going to battle some of that incapacity. You're going to battle some inexperience here and there. And we've had our fair share of that in these first couple of weeks of practice. uh, And we've gotten a couple of scrimmages under our belt. Uh, But it's been joyous to see uh, just the laundry list of, man, it's easy to make a practice schedule when you come out of a scrimmage with two page of notes. So there's a lot of stuff for us to work on. uh, But that's that's what we are. That's what we're here for is to fix those things and, and to get us squared away. Like I said, it doesn't matter what you're doing in February. It matters what you're doing in May. So it's a long uh, process and we'll, we'll try to buy into, you know, just getting a little bit better every day. Jamie, uh, you have, have dealt with that. This, how many years is this as the head coach? This is year nine, Brian, year nine. Wow. And, and then, but, I mean, you kind of grew up through the program. So, uh, as well, so you, you know, that from one year to the next, I mean, you, you have experience, then you have years where you, you've kind of got a youth movement. That's that's just the nature of the business, isn't it? Well, it seems like the uh, cycle of high school sports. You know, you can see, sometimes you can see those waves of, of big classes coming. Uh, we knew last year was going to be that big group. You could tell when they were eighth graders. Um, you know, we knew we had a big class right there and seemed like a lot of depth in that. And you kind of got to say that wave come through. Um, but, hey, it's just – it's that next wave, you know, as we look into this season, there's, uh, I don't want to discount anything of where we are. We've got some talent in the program. Uh, it's just going to be some new faces and guys who are, instead of playing that 430 JV game in the sunlight, they got to get used to playing at 630 when you turn the lights on. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit different. It's the same game, but you know, I mean, the pressure is amplified. I'm sure a little bit, there's a few more people in the stands and there's just a few more things that are uh, uh, a little getting used to that, that will be new for some of them. 
but there's certainly some talent there, and we're excited for what they're going to be able to do for us. Well, we'll let uh, Jamie take us around the horn and uh, introduce us to the 2022 MTCS Cougar baseball team when we continue here on Cougar Corner, presented by TOA, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches the Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. We're back here on MTCS Cougar Corner, presented by TOA, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, keeping you in the game with TOA. Our guest this morning, we're talking MTCS baseball with Jamie Carver, and Jamie kind of uh, introduced us uh, a, a little bit to what we will see on the field. Uh, some some youth, but I tell you what, there's nothing like growing up on the baseball field during the season, and uh, and kind of take us around the horn here. Let us uh, introduce us to your team. Well, we'll do the best we can. You know, as we're in that early phase of the preseason, you're going to hear a lot of names uh, probably get mentioned in multiple positions. And a lot of that right now is just because we're not sure how things are going to shake out as we're kind of in that halfway point of the practice season. You know, we're finding some guys who can do multiple things for us, uh, but I'm not sure where they're going to solidify themselves in the lineup, you know, maybe come April or so. But uh, So you may hear some repeat names. But at third base, you've got sophomore Brooks Jones. Brooks is... Um, he's a big bat for us. The kids can really swing it. I mean, he's advanced uh, to be as young as he is being a sophomore. He swings a really powerful bat uh, as a young right-hander. He's going to be a guy that's going to hit in the top of the order for us. You know, he's going to be in the first couple of bats up in the lineup. We want to maximize his ABs as best we can. Uh, Gaines Austin, a senior, can help us at third base as well. Gaines is a senior uh, this year and just super, super athletic. I mean, I was super impressed with him. Uh, this winter, getting to watch him play basketball. I mean, he is 100 miles an hour everywhere he goes. Uh, there's no doubt in our mind if you're getting his maximum effort every day. But Gaines is, is looking to have a really good year for us as well. Uh, and then we've got a freshman, Owen White, uh, who shows a lot of promise at the plate. And, again, we talked about the youth movement. I mean, he's, he's a guy that shows a, a wealth of 
potential, but we just got to see how he handles being in the big spot and the big moments. At shortstop, uh, you've got Adam Jamison, who's a senior. Adam's committed to go play baseball next year at MTSU, and we're excited for his future. He's a left-handed bat that can help us in the middle of the order. Uh, he at times can show some power. He can go a little bit, and, and he'll be one of our top arms on the mound as well. And we've got a, fra- a freshman, Kaysen Hill, uh, who's really a very good athlete. I mean, I think he's a four-sport athlete here at school. Uh, played golf, football, basketball, baseball, and has had success in all of them. Uh, he's very athletic. He can go, uh, and he's going to find some time at shortstop for us as well. Second base is Jake Hussein. Jake's a junior uh, and is just Mr. Consistency. I mean, he, he does everything the right way. Um, he plays the game the right way. He loves playing small ball. He's a consistent bat for you. You just know you can depend on him. Uh, he's very smooth defensively, and he's just a piece that you know what you're going to get out of him every single day, and, and he is, uh, he's been really good for us, and Jake will play some second base. And then we got a freshman, Drew Massengale, who can find some time at second base as well uh, in various lineups, depending on who's pitching. You know, puzzle pieces may move around. Uh, but freshman Drew Massengale is another young athlete who, again, it's, it's kind of a wait and see if he's ready for this spot. But as far as at practice is concerned, you know, he's continuing to throw himself in the mix of giving himself an opportunity uh, because he plays the game the right way, and it's been fun to watch his growth as well. At first base, you've got Gavin Seabolt. Uh, Seabolt is a junior. Uh, played, I think, like nose tackle or something for the football team. Big old kid, swings a big, powerful bat, um, but pretty good on his feet. He can move a little bit. He can help us at first base. He can play some at third. He can kind of bounce around a little bit, gains. Uh, Hawson as well. We talked about him playing third base. He could be a guy who could find some innings at first. And then Will Arnold is a senior. Will's going to be a guy that is kind of moving all over the place. He can catch it a little bit. He can go play some first base for us. Uh, but he's a senior again who's excited to get an opportunity this spring, um, and he can find some time for us over on the corner as well. And then Jackson Highfield is also in that mix. Uh, Jackson's a sophomore. Again, multi-sport athlete, plays football, uh, big, powerful kid, big, powerful swing, um, and he's going to have some opportunities for us as well over at first. And then behind the plate, you've got England Bryan. England's a sophomore. England has committed to the University of Kentucky. Uh, I think by the time he gets to the University of Kentucky, he will solidify himself as a right-handed pitcher. But at 16 years old and being in just a sophomore in high school, he's going to have to do more things for us. So he's very powerful arm on the mound. I mean, he throws the ball 90 mile an hour. Uh, He's a big righty uh, to be as young as he is. He throws the baseball hard, but he's really good behind the plate. He receives a good game. He calls a good game. I think there's some value to being a pitcher who catches as well. You kind of get to see that ball through through both of those lenses on how to attack hitters. Uh, but then we also talked about Will Arnold, the senior, will find some innings behind the plate. And Owen White, who was previously mentioned, will also find some innings behind the plate. So we've got a few options back there as well. So, as as you just take an overall look at your team, Jamie, and Jamie Carver, MTCS Baseball, with us today, um, where do you think early on here your strengths are? I, I mean, our, our top arms on the mound, the, the Tyler Casterly, a sophomore, is a you know, lefty that's a four-pitch for a strike guy. Um, we talked about Adam having an opportunity to pitch at MTSU next year and, and England having an opportunity to go pitch at Kentucky here in a few years. I mean, I think certainly it's easy to point the finger at that. What is it we do well? Our top arms are pretty good. You know, I I don't know if we're going to be able to match the depth on the mound that we had a year ago, um, but we'll have to create it. I mean, it's it's one of the things, but our top arms are are highly effective. So 
I think we're going to be able to put some guys on the mound on, on Mondays and Tuesdays uh, who are going to give us a chance to compete. Um, so if you're looking for strengths, that's something we do pretty well. Um, as we grow up, you know, where we've got a, a challenge for us in the next couple of weeks, we've got to clean up what we're doing defensively. But that's what we uh, that's what we have that month of preparation for is we're trying to solidify and get ourselves ready for that. Do, you know, if, if, if you've got solid pitching the sometimes well you tell me what what's the what's the hardest thing early on to not have in your arsenal or to be working on as as you go through the season and 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 uh go through those early games well i mean it's the old saying it's it's nothing new i I certainly by no means have come up with this but pitching always usually starts out ahead Mm -hmm. um so offensively i think is always i don't know how long that timeline is offense always seems to kind of drag behind in the early parts of the season uh, and as we've gone through a couple of scrimmages now and had some live inter-squads at practices, you know, that's probably been the aspect of the game where we're looking forward to seeing the most growth is we got to get a little more productive at the plate. Um, I think the capability to do it is there. It's just getting those guys as many ABs as we can in this month of preparation. Uh, it's getting them as many live looks as they can. It's putting them into as many game s- scenarios as possible. You know, that's where we're at is just trying to get those guys to grow up as fast as we can and to get them ready for, you know, we say March the 14th, but really it's it's really that first week of May. So, I mean, it's not just we're trying to get ready for what we're doing in two weeks. It's what we're trying to get ready to do in eight to ten weeks. Well, in our um, time left, Jamie, maybe uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the the district. And, it, man, it always just seems so competitive. Uh, what do you think about this year? Yeah, it's, it's it was um, – it, it's been – Shocking to me in the first couple of years in Division Two how good the arms are. Uh, it's it's every time you turn around on Monday, Tuesday, you seem like you you're catching a guy that's going to play high level college baseball. I mean, it's it's every week you're seeing somebody that's. I mean, it's eighty five to ninety ninety one with you know a pretty good off speed pitch uh, competes in the zone with multiple pitches. I mean, it's 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 a challenge. Uh, so as far as how this year is concerned, I mean, there's been a few shifts in the district. CPA went up to Double A uh, this year. USN is coming in uh, to our side of the district. Uh, Zion Christian is no longer competing with us. So there's a few different puzzle pieces moving in and out. Um, but you know, it, it's competitive week in, week out. There's not really a week on the schedule where you can go. Oh, we got a chance to take a breather right here. That doesn't really exist. I mean, it's in a spot where. Every Monday, Tuesday, you're going to be highly challenged to play competitive baseball. But, you know, there's an aspect of that that I really like, too, because once you get into the playoffs, those are the types of arms that you're going to have to beat to do what you want to do. So I think the more often you can see them, maybe it's a little bit easier to uh, see it the the 15th and the 20th time than it was the first and second. Well, uh, you know, that it it happens really quick i mean here the season is uh, upon us uh, non league games what what are some of the highlights and some of the big games that you've got scheduled uh, that you want to highlight here to this well, morning you know again we're trying to challenge the kids um, and and put them into spots where maybe those monday tuesday games aren't the biggest ones on the schedule meaning it would be nice if we can challenge them consistently so that we're a little more prepared for those so you know we're playing Father Ryan this year. We've got a doubleheader with Silverdale Baptist and CAK uh, on one Saturday. We're going to play in a uh, tournament up in Sevierville. I think it's dominantly AAA schools, uh, so that will be good baseball for us. We're playing Innsworth. We've got a scrimmage uh, with Siegel. 
so we're trying to prepare our kids by putting them in spots where we're playing you know tough baseball opponents because i think that's the fastest way to help grow them up so that's what we're trying to look into doing well, Jamie, I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. You're always a, a great spokesman for MTCS and uh, looking forward to the baseball season, and we'll see you out there here real soon, I'm sure. Brian, I appreciate it always. Absolutely. Jamie Carver joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. And uh, as we wrap up the show, let me uh, remind you that MTCS girls will be playing Webb for the state championship today in basketball. That's right, uh, Tennessee Tech. That'll be uh, Webb and MTCS after the Lady Cougars got to the uh, Division II Class Single A state championship game. Uncharted territory here for the uh, Lady Cougars. They uh, battled through a uh, tough Christian Academy of Knoxville for four quarters and uh, led at halftime 36-19. CAK came firing back four threes to win the third quarter uh, 24-12 and cut the lead to 48-43 going into the fourth quarter. But some tough defense and offensive rebounds proved too much for CAK. They turned the ball over 16 times against the Lady Cougars, who went at 65-47 to yesterday. 15 offensive rebounds, 38 total rebounds for the game for the Lady Cougars with eight steals. We're 73% from the free throw line. And what a ga uh, game for Jalen Banks. Double-double, 27 points, 17 rebounds for Jalen. Sydney Cooper had 11 points. Anna Clay Shirley with 10 points. She was 3 of 8 from 3-point range and 5 rebounds in yesterday's game. Autumn Davis with 7 points, 3 steals, and took 3 charges. Reagan Atkinson with 4 points. Sarah Wisnowski with 4 points. And Claire Knight with 2 points. So the Lady Cougars playing this afternoon, 4 o'clock, versus Webb School for the state championship. Congratulations to Coach Hannah Jones and the Lady Cougars, and go get them today. That's going to do it here for our coaches' conversation this morning. I want to thank all of the coaches who made their way in today. Thank you for listening in, and of course, our thanks to Danny Brewer and John Dinkins for hosting along with me. I'm Brian Barrett, and our producer today has been Dalton Barrett. So long, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you tonight at the game with Blackman versus McMinn County here on News Radio WGNS and Lady Raider basketball this afternoon. So, a big day of sports. Hope you enjoy.